Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika soft gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Welcome to the Cannamom Show. Are you interested in hearing inspiring cannabis stories told by real Cannamoms and caregivers? This is the show for you. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. I'm a former family law attorney and mother of two, and I've been talking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, and along with my co-host and Canna sister, realtor, cancer survivor, and mom, Amy Searles. Good morning. Good morning, Amy. Good to see you're up and running. Oh, Uh, yeah. We're sharing the stories of women breaking barriers and building businesses in the emerging cannabis industry. Our guest today is joining us with one of her children all the way from Charleston, South Carolina. She has been working in the entertainment industry and product development for 33 years and is a proud cannabis consumer. When she moved from L.A. to Charleston in 1991, she, like so many of us during Prohibition, hid her consumption. And then... One day, she had an aha moment when she was trying to hide a bong from an unexpected visitor. When she placed it on a shelf next to her decorative flower vases, she realized they were twins. (laughs) So in August 2015, she began the six months of crafting her product line. And on April 20th, 2016, 420, 2016, just to be clear, our guest launched her one-of-a-kind vintage bong business. And she sold out, right? Was that a thousand pieces? Or... Yeah, it took me about a year. I sold out of a thousand one of a kind vintage races and felt like, ooh, I've got something special here. Yes, he did. Do. And this year, I believe she is <laughs> moving the, the number up to closer to 8,000 worldwide. Is that true? Yeah, well, we've sold, um, now that we have collection lines and, you know, I have signature collections and still the one of a kind vintage pieces, we've um, actually sold almost 8,000 pieces. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's seriously, amazing. That's like, how did this happen? Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank, Thank you, everything. You. Thank yes. you, cannabis. Thank you, cannabis. Exactly. And now we have actually a we have 10,000 new pieces that have just kind of hit the floor in our new office. So awesome. we'll be getting to in a second, but I haven't finished introducing you. So Amy and I both have... I love the introduction. Amy and I both have uniquely personal pieces from her collection, which mm-hmm. um, we love and I are love. happy to have our guest and her daughter on the call 
with us. So welcome Doreen Sullivan of My Bud Vase and her daughter, Carson. Welcome. Yay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, we're so honored to be on your show and to be coming to you from Charleston, South Carolina, actually Folly Beach, where we're looking at the ocean as we're having our conversation. Oh, I'm very jealous. How's the weather? (laughs) It's beautiful. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Perfect I love day. it. Ba- bongs on the beach this morning with everybody. <laughs> bongs on the beach. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's just start with your cannabis story. How did you come up with this idea? What was the inspiration? And um, bongs on the beach. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's interesting because I know there are moments in my life that led to the creation of this, which is so evident in life in general. Like we get all these signs and symbols and things that happen that push us on this journey that we don't even recognize connect. But the final aha moment, like you said, was I was, um, I had just uh, partake in a little afternoon attitude adjustment and somebody came to the door, they were working on our building and I hid my bong amongst my vases and it happened to be next to a vase that was in the condo I bought, it was furnished and the vase was here. And it's funny because the vase was shaped like a bong (laughs) and the bong was next to the vase like a bong. And I sat there going, okay, they're the same shape, but this is pretty, this is ugly, this right. is, like, gorgeous. And I'll never forget that night because, like, it was such a, like, oh, my God, this is just, like, I could do this, you know? And I, I remember taking that vase and going in front of this big mirror and putting it up to my face and going, oh, my God, like, nobody, this looks so awkward. But the more, because it was just unfamiliar, but right. the more I started working on, like, the development of it, um, the more it just was, like, it's so much prettier, it's so much more feminine. And I don't know about you, but as somebody who's consumed and preferred a water pipe or a bong my, Mm -hmm. you know, entire life, I always felt like, you know, I always felt like somebody was handing me, you know, something phallic and something that didn't speak to me as a woman. Like, no, it looks like out of a lab, like a science experiment, like intimidating and very masculine. It's very much, and now that, you know, I'm working in this industry, when I go to these trade shows with, you know, um, you know, rows and rows of products, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you see a very masculine industry, and it's yes. sort of like, <laughs> you know, I'm this woman strolling through with flowers, you know, it's like a definite disruptor. <laughs> yes. But, and, and, and no fault, you know, I mean, the majority of paraphernalia has been created by, you know, males, and, right. and, and, and you know, and they can't help but see things the way they see things, right. rockets and things like that, so... Yep. It's just um, so nice to really realize that I'm I'm creating a, a category of feminine consumption choices, and you know it's it's just so organically growing um, and coming together as as it should. And as you guys know on this cannabis journey, I'm sure everybody in this space is starting in one place, and then like you know you enter the highway, and now you're on the road, and we all go in different directions forward together, right? Exactly. Yes. So how yes. so we talk about how beautiful. And- lovely the, your pieces are and they're small and feminine oh, they come them. with so how do you how did you actually how did it start how did you find how do you start finding these pieces that are so curated and really you know uh, appeal to a different aesthetic well <clears throat> when i moved to folly beach in charleston so i've been in the south since 91 but i actually moved to charleston um in 2014 and the place i purchased was modern but my entire life here i was an antique collector and you know, my ex-husband and I, you know, had a like farmhouse full of antiques. I mean, Carson can tell you, we would always stop at every antique store and go poke in, as we call it here in the South. So right. it was a, it was a love of antiques. Um, and, and then just I'm a product developer. So, you know, just kind of like looking 
at the options and spending about six months, you know, you know, repurposing vases and seeing what materials work and what colors go with them. And, you know, I'm very particular that the, the hardware, you know, the down stem in the bowl, like don't mm-hmm. stick out. And right. It's not like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. I really want it feminine. I really want to start with something that's beautiful and then turn it into something functional and even more beautiful with the flowers and the accents and the, you know, the uh, the attention to detail, the ribbons and the bows. Oh, I love it. I love the attention to detail. I loved my my bong with the yellow flowers in it. It just, it's so pretty. It's sitting in my kitchen right now. So is mine. <laughs> it is. It's sitting on, it's sitting on my, uh, on the windowsill with the flowers well, in it. That's, yes. that's the best part. The other thing, too, is like, I mean, nothing for nothing, but I'm sure so many of us are women. You know, women, you know, we're rock stars. We're, you know, running families. We're mm-hmm. running businesses. We're running our lives, our homes, whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah. And whenever we consumed, we would have to take this dirty and not, no offense or this like phallic little thing that doesn't relate to us. And you would feel immediately disconnected. Totally. Like I held a bong that was all, you know, like pokey outy and whatever. I'd be like, this doesn't belong to me. And no. it's so and big. It, it always felt very aggressive. I, I just I find like those very big bongs that I see. I just I can't even approach them. Like what I just it, it just feels very unnatural to me. With the double chamber. Right, 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 yeah, right. yeah, I know. It's so, you know, it, just, it was one of those things that is like it was a disconnect. And you know, as a product developer, you know, you, you, you stare and you, you think about product. Like, you know, every when you develop products, it's, you know, one item, like one of my pieces really has 10 elements. It's got a vase, a down stem, a bowl, a tag, a ribbon, a flower, <laughs> a card, a this. Right. So I'm, I'm used to developing complex products for clients like ESPN and Disney and Paramount. Cool. I mean, Carson will tell you her whole life, you know, we, I, I mean, I had an incredible and I still do advertising agency um, for 30 something years. So wow. I'm used to making things. Yeah. Now, now I'm just making things for women in the cannabis space. So it's can, genius. It is. So, can I, go, so I, I know you make things and you make uh, you made this really hysterical commercial that's oh all God. over Instagram. I love that video. Which I think <laughs> appeals to a very Great. unique aesthetic, a unique perspective. Can you talk about how that came to be and how you found those women and why you chose the specific um, bongs that you highlighted? Sure. <clears throat> so um, how it came to be is the best part of this industry. We plant seeds as we travel mm-hmm. and we can, you know, we well, this is our first our, our first podcast together, but who knows what we can do within the next year. You that's know? right. So, I love that, Dory. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Right? So the, totally. I met um, the women behind High Her Story, uh, Jenny and Kendall and Annette, amazing actresses in New York City. They launched their company and <clears throat> with the objective of doing um, shows on women in history that are overlooked and they would get high and like kind of like a drunk, what is it, drunk history? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that, drunk history. history. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they did the cannabis version of that so well. And so Wait, I. What, can I you name that again? Them. I'm sorry, Doreen, can you say the name again? Mm-hmm. The... Yeah, it's called Hi Her Story. Hi Her Story. Okay. It, it's tagged in the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. They really say hi, like, her, her story. I can never say her, right? Her, her story, like history. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Anyhow, I met them in, at 420, they wanted, they launched their company in New York City at a phenomenal, you know, antique home of a, a, a woman who was a, an artist's wife, and Annette, uh, and there's another name I'm going to murder, but anyhow... <laughs> So they brought me, they wanted to bring me up and have my products decorate the room. I went up there. I was honored. I took the risk to drive all the way up to New York with all my pieces. We hit it off. And I always said, whenever I can do something with a video or, you know, um, you know, I want to work with them. So 
here we are a year and a half later. During the summer, I was struggling with all these requests to vend and to be part of events and to sponsor things. And it just added up to so much money. And I was wearing myself out flying all over the world promoting my product. And I'm like, I need to do something that's going to get more eyes. And that's also going to help me explain what it is that my bud base is. So I knew, like, I wanted to work with them forever. I, I was like, I, I pulled budgets from other things, and, and we, we wound up working together to collaborate on this and to make something that really spoke to the female consumer, that really highlighted my products and showed how to work them, mm-hmm. and that was fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Sometimes, sorry, speaking up a little bit, sometimes <laughs> when my mom, I've like seen, because I worked with her for a little bit when she first started getting into this, and yeah. I was like her right hand and taking all the bongs, all the places and stuff. And because they are so discreet and so pretty, when she would vend at different festivals, people would be like, oh, this is a cool antique booth. And we're like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, no, no, look closer, look closer. Exactly. So it's kind of like the commercial is like a great opportunity to be like, here's the whole product explained. So now you like, everyone can get it. Oh, it's um, great. In like a very like digestible way. You know? Totally. It's, it's so like, much fun. It is such a different, unique thing that it takes a minute for people to be like, oh, wait, this is incredible you know yeah there's nothing else out there honestly you are okay. really filling a void so carson carson are you, how are you 24 is that i'm 26 26 okay so how long have you yeah. been working with your mom so i whenever i first graduated college i actually worked with my mom for like i don't know like up to a year probably okay um but i mean i grew up with her advertising agency my whole life i'm currently in entertainment marketing Ooh. in nashville nice um so nice. i've like moved on from working with her like right by her side but we've been like act like I was like 12 years old talking to her and brainstorming creative ideas like we've always like worked together and whenever I first graduated um and we did this stuff like as like a business together it was really fun because my mom was the creative one and I would be the one like falling behind with all the bongs and making sure I'm like all right is this long here and this one's here and do we have enough <laughs> cases to carry all these things but um yeah it's really cool it's been wonderful working with such a a creative and it really did like show me a lot about the cannabis industry that I just like now whenever I go to Nashville or other cities I'm like oh you guys have no idea like you have no idea how incredible this is and how awesome my mom's product is so when you were so when so, you were so when you were growing up was this um you know we talk about this a lot in the show about moms and talking to their kids and how this is trans- transitioning we live in New England we're a little bit uh Puritan you know <laughs> we have our own issues I talk to a lot of women on the west coast who have a really different vibe about this so what was it like growing up in your house uh, well, my house was always, it was always such a good time. I mean, it was always, like, full of, like, music and fun. And, like, I, in terms of, well, my mom has always raised us on work hard, way hard. That has just been, like, the thread throughout our entire life. We've always, like, all of us and our family have always, like, busted our ass. But we also always have a great time. And we always celebrate our accomplishments and all the things we've done. And yeah. when it got in that high school phase, wherever, you know, my brother started smoking a little bit of weed. And then my mom started becoming more vocal about it. It never was a thing that was like, oh, this is a taboo thing or whatever. It was my mom just kind of introduced it as like, this is a lifestyle and this is something that I do. And it, I never thought it was anything more than just like a part of her enjoying her life and celebrating her life and yep. doing what she does in an everyday thing, which I was very fortunate with. I mean, we did live in the South, so there was a lot of like different kinds of judgments of other families thinking oh, yeah. that like... We were the crazy ones on the street or whatever they thought. We didn't really care. <laughs> but, the drug cartel. But, I mean, but yeah, it, just, it's, it was always that. It was always the work hard, play hard thing that's like kind of remained true like today, you know. And it's like even now it's like 
she's going to go in early and she's going to get stuff done and then we're going to have a phone call and then as soon as we're done, we're going to get Bloody Mary's and go on the beach. So. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's what a great relationship. What a great, you know, I, I talk about this, even though, you know, if you don't talk about this with your children, if you hide it, if you pretend like it's something that's illicit, yet you're doing it yourself, it just gives your kids a bad message. So, right. And, and normalizing it. It's generational. 100%. And you have such a great role model. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Exactly. And I'm like just so thankful for it. Cause now as an adult, like I'm just grateful that there was never any of that throughout like us growing up with all the things, like everything was pretty much on the table. This is life. This is how it happens. And so nothing was taboo to talk about. There were no lies. We never had to like pretend to sneak around or anything. It was just a part of it. Right. And then in 20, yeah. And then in 2016, when she was like, Carson, I'm like, I think I'm going to make bombs. Like, are you okay with that? And I was like, well, you're going to do whatever you want to do anyways. Right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead and do it. So it just even made more sense. And now I'm just happy that she's like found something that gets to show her creative side and her product development and all the work that she's done. But it's also in something that she's like super, super like passionate about and is a part of her lifestyle. I know. It's in like the best, uh, it's the best community to be in. You know, everyone's so supportive and positive. And I, so are you, oh, are, are, you, are you working with her curating the collections as well now? Is that still part of your job? or um, No, not so much anymore. I mean, okay. once I decided to move to Nashville, I've decided to kind of like focus more on like what I want to do for my career personally. But I still like, I would say I like, I'm a big ambassador of my mom's products. I mean, everything, I'm working with a lot of musicians and every single time I'm just like, this is my bud base. You should check this out. And all my friends are like, this is awesome. So, right. Well, so I, like, like this summer, I went out to Nashville to visit Carson. And, um, you know, it was like four days. And, you know, some of her friends are photographers. They love the product. And, you know, this is one of the things I dearly love about this industry is being able to pull people in, you know, their own talents. Like this mm-hmm. photographer who wants to start shooting cannabis products. As you know, you know, we're in, I don't want to call it the green rush, but as the industry grows, you know, you want talented, wonderful people to be part, and they want to sure. be part of it. So Definitely. Carson coordinated this incredible photo shoot at this place called House of Adora in Nashville. Mm. And those are when we first launched Burmese, those shots that are, you know, smoking made sexy. And I still have like, the whole photo shoot to kind of launch with our new product. So, Ooh. yeah, she is very involved. Or I'll send her a video and be like, what do you think? And is this wrong? You know, or... Otherwise, <laughs> Whenever I was working with her, I was like in charge of her social media and I, it was just like, I was like, I'm going to, yeah, I was like, I'm going to post this. Mom's like, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm whatever. I'm like, mom, I'm like, I'm younger. Like, I'm the one who knows how this works. Like, let me just, this is how you're supposed to do it. Right. And then I left and now she has 50,000 followers and then she'll still, and she's like, isn't this just crazy? I'm like, yeah, mom, it's insane because you just do it. And then she'll text me and be like, Carson, like, how do I post this? I'm like, Mom, you're the one with all these followers. Like, you're the one who's doing this. All right, as, like, a, as, a, as a middle-aged woman, just, you know, take it easy. We're, just, we're trying our best. We, I remember yeah, learning how to like, double-click. It's, like, <laughs> it's a big advantage. It is. It's just so funny. She's just been able to grow it and do so well with it. And then every once in a while, she's like, can you help me reshare this? And I'm like, you're crazy. You know, I know. You're, the like, one who, you're the one who's the expert. You're the one who got the 50,000 followers. I know sometimes you just want someone to do it for you, you know? Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> and think, of, and think of all the things she did for you, Carson. I'm sure she did a lot of things for you, so. <laughs> oh, all the things. All the things. So I love that this is so intergenerational. I mean, I think that's kind of fun thing about the show, too, um, because I do talk about how, you know, we're middle-aged. We're talking about to women who are the fastest-growing consumers but know the least, but we also appeal, you know, a lot to the younger mothers and the next generation of women coming up, and it's, it's just it crosses over all these different lines. 
Oh, it yeah. does. And, and um, I commend you for having a platform and, you know, really like opening the conversation, which is what it takes. People yes. just are so misunderstood about this plant. Like, oh, I know. That's what freaks me out. Doesn't that drive you crazy? In crazy. Good way? Like, it's a plant that makes you happy, takes away a lot of pain and aches. It's like, get over it. And it's also, you know, I, 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 it, it is true. And, and the business end of this is interesting. But, you know, we talk, you know, a, a lot of these mother's children's stories are really for very sick children and very sick mothers. Right. And, you know, with the, the flip side is that this is this is medicine. And, you know, again, how you consume it and how um, you choose to get it into your system varies by person. And making sure you have lots of different options, something like a small bong that's accessible and not... Um, does it draw attention to you in a way that a giant bong is that's the way you like to consume and it helps you with your health? I think that's so important. And just making again, normalizing it. So so do you want to talk a little bit about the collection, things that are um you want to highlight this season? Sure. Mm. Sure. I want to say one thing about okay. normalization. Yes, is yes. that you know, as as like as people are becoming open to cannabis and there's still so much misunderstanding, but when you look at an intoxicant, you know, you look at you know, we like, as much as I love medical side of cannabis, I'm also, I enjoy to have fun. Like, you can look at <laughs> yeah. an ad for any alcohol right now, and there his people on the beach having fun with beer. Oh, but absolutely. when it comes to cannabis, it's starting to be like, oh, well, if it's medicinal, it's okay. Oh, well, if it's this. You know, honestly, it's such a much, it's such a healthier choice to recreationally totally. consume. I know. And that's, that's part of, like, I'm going to, like, that's, I just don't want to deny that with my product as I grow. Right. Like, you know, this is, that's why it's like, you know, let this piece be a centerpiece. This is smoking made beautiful. Enjoy yeah. the ritual of, I'm taking a bath tonight for me, and I've got my beautiful piece, and my nice strain, and my lovely candle, and my bubble bath. You know, like, this right. is part of our life. And it's that's celebrating. So- celebrating right. the moment. That's right. It. So as I look at you, as you ask the question, like, how did you come up with your pieces? Yeah. A lot of what drives me is a need for something, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a um, progressive creative. And I don't, I'm not trying to be hubris. I, my professional life has been about trend setting and, and finding ways to engage mass consumers in a trendy way because I've done entertainment marketing for years. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So as I look at these products, like some of our new pieces are larger because I've been to a lot of cannabis events. And what happens is everybody's getting together and they're smoking, you know, this, that, and the other. And there's people now able to consume it, you know, in groups. And it's like, this is so ceremonial. Let's make it special. Like, so, mm-hmm. like, Burmese and Stardust and Double Happiness, those are all larger pieces. They're new. They're all on our site. Yep. They're, um, you know, they're really made to be showstoppers in events, which I think is more and more as cannabis now becomes um, a lifestyle you know, like you, I've been to cannabis bars. I've been to bars in Canada. I've been to bar. You know, I haven't been to Lowell Cafe yet, where our products oh, are in LA. I can't wait I to can't go wait. there. I know. I want to go too. Let's all plan <gasps> a trip together and do it. Yes, sure, <laughs> absolutely. So, so a lot of the stuff is like I'm choosing things that fit in the kitchen. Yeah, fit as a gift. Like rose is perfect as a gift because you can just add a couple flowers, a yep. cannabis leaf. You know. And it's a lovely gift for Mother's Day, for oh. birthdays, for whatever. Yeah, Stardust so, is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Can you, can you describe that so people will know what we're the talking Stardust? about? Well, yeah. Star- Stardust? So Stardust is a, a gorgeous, um, it's actually a pressed glass. It's not a cut glass, which is, uh, it's, a, it's a pressed glass. And where the glass 
presses I had it painted in 24 karat well in 24 karat paint gold wow. so it, and and the way it pressed that particular glass it almost looked like a marijuana leaf once it was trimmed in gold I see that yeah so I see that it's lovely right Ugh. with the giant bowl I mean it's gorgeous it is gorgeous it looks like crystal I mean it looks like a crystal a gorgeous crystal piece that you... it's, it's it's a very heavy piece Ugh. um and but it's nice you know I and want so, it I want it all. Some pieces, like, I'll find something that's already in the market and modify it a bit. Because, again, this is what I've done my whole career. Other pieces, I'll find a factory that has the ability to do textured paint, matte Mm. paint, colored paint. Mm. And I'll work with, like, I've got shapes because I've been searching for, like, four years now for bases. And I know which shapes are... Nice and, you know, sure. and I'll work with that and then I'll have like the factory make like a gold rim mm. or a textured paint. So, you know, I'm kind of um, creating as I go. And so people always ask me like, you know, are you blowing this? Are you making each one? You know, I don't mold clay. I don't blow glass yet. <laughs> no, right, <laughs> Maybe. right. <laughs> you know? Someday. Yeah. With, with all of our free time, sure. There's, right, there's, right. A, there's a glass blowing place right down the street for me if you want to come visit. <laughs> No, I, so the, one of the challenges is um, from a manufacturing point of view is like each piece is a different shape. So one piece might have a five-inch downstand. One piece needs right. a two and three-quarter inch downstand. One piece needs a six-inch downstand that bends at three inches down. Oh, so so it's personalized. If, yeah, if, wow. Right. If I didn't have a background of 30 years of making really hard products, and I'm talking really hard stuff, like handheld talking mirrors for Shrek, you know, like I've made it that is so challenging. So, you know, I enjoy engineering the product as much as I enjoy making it beautiful. Oh my God. I'm looking at your other new ones and I'm just like dying. The crystal. Holy moly. That is great. And the Burmese. I mean, seriously, you have great style. So Doreen, do you find that different coasts or different parts of the country are invested in different styles that you're selling? Oh, every person has their inner vase. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> literally, that's part of the magic of this. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll go vending, and, like, somebody will walk up, and you know immediately, oh, my God, that's you. You're an Aurora. You're a Coyote. No, you're a friend. You're Monica. You're And, it, and it's like, it just makes me so happy. Well, I felt and like then, the Nightingale talked to me when I was looking through your site, <laughs> and I was kind of flipping through, and I just feel like that, that connected to me. And your customer service is very good, so... Thank you. Which which piece is connected to you, lady? The, the night, the nightingale. The little. It looks like almost like an Asian, little Asian right. vase. Yeah, the little one with the, the, blue, uh-huh. the blue porcelain. Yeah. And uh, I love uh, lady humps in the teal. That is like to die for. But I'm looking at the Burmese now, and that is like screaming my name. I love the little stud, studs uh, around the thing. Great. And I love it. And the red flowers, and it's just beautiful. Carson, do you find that your friends, your younger friends, have different preferences? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, they're like, every single person, well, it's always like, again, it's really fun whenever you're like, oh, cool, so like, what does your mom do? So I'm like, oh, she makes bongs. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, what? yeah, she's in the cannabis industry. I'm like, oh, so she lives in, like, Colorado. I'm like, no, she's in Charleston, South Carolina. I like, know where I'm from, like, that's what she does. And they're just like, what? So it's kind of, I Breaking see a lot barriers. of barriers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of my friends just being, like, the shock value of, like, wait, what? And a lot of them love the Aurora. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the Aurora. That's I mean, beautiful. whenever we brought those Nashville for the photo shoot it, it was it's like every single person that gravitated towards one that was like oh this this is me this is me or like can I have this piece when I leave or whatever it ended up being but 
it's it's funny because it still is like and especially in Nashville there's like a very cool like vintage hip style there so a lot of my friends do antique as well yeah so it's not just like they like the ones that are like aurora shiny or whatever they do like the vintage like really cool pieces as well because they mm. all fit in their home it's exactly what mom said everyone yep. has a place that i love it so you're you're, you're in the Carson, you're in the music industry in nashville is that yeah somewhat so i do entertainment marketing for a venue in nashville and, Acme what, feed and, feed. and I know musicians, Subtle cannabis yeah, seems to be the first. Acme feed and feed. Acme feed and feed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll plug it. Uh, but I know that, I know that uh, you know, musicians, cannabis, they seem to go together. But what, what's the status of cannabis in Tennessee? Is it um, Hemp is blowing up really, really big right now. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of different normalizations of CBD. There's, like, there's been a couple of bars that have picked up CBD cocktails. There's a great Ooh. local company called Lab Canna. Oh, yeah, the CBD that cocktails like, seem very popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very popular. So, and there's a local company called Lab Canna that we've actually worked with, and they helped us with the entire photo shoot, helped us, like, source awesome guys to take the pictures and stuff. Um, but it, it's still, it's still like, on the up and up. But it's also, again, like, it's such a music-centric town that it's – I feel like it's, like, how New York was several years ago and new york still isn't legal right no no but i feel like it's like it's one of those things where it's like people are smoking weed everywhere but it's like all right no one's right like totally. it's all happening everywhere it's just not 100 percent legal yet but i mean nashville still is like as much as it's in a red state it's a little bit more of a blue city and a progressive city and right again i'm surrounded by several musicians and people all the time and every everywhere we go people are hitting pins so so yeah, it's definitely a part of the culture it just might not be a part of the like I'm 100% out culture, but... Right. So, what do you, so, Dorian, so for moving forward with your uh, the My Bud Vase, I know this has been quite a hit. Are you going to Vegas? Are you going to be there as well? Um, I am I might be. Okay. I've, I've got, you know, these 10,000 pieces. You got a lot of stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I moved into a new office. Um, I grew out of our old office quickly, and I wanted to keep everything under one roof, and I got a 2,400-square-foot space, but it's... You know, the build-out took an extra month and $8,000, so I'm a little behind is what I'm trying to say. So if right. I can pull off getting everything right and, and still have some energy, I think I'll pop into Vegas. Uh, MJ Bisco's tough, though, man. It's, it's, it's so it's, – it's really a lot, and I'm, I'm really trying to wind my mind down. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, we're making a plan We're gonna and just go to certain vendors and try to keep it as – sane as possible and we're trying to focus on the ladies we're yeah gonna... focus on the ladies yeah. exactly right yeah. yeah how long have you guys been working in this space now uh different stories so um <laughs> I, I always say this isn't my natural habitat that i had a career transition end of 2016 2017 and uh went into a little career therapy and ended up <laughs> on the other side in cannabis media in 2018 um and i've been doing this show I was an executive producer for a different show and, and started doing the show really in the spring of 2019. And I, Amy joined forces with me hardcore in October. Yeah, so really recently. I'm a realtor. And uh, I have a 12-year-old boy. Aww. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just joined on. I told Joyce that, you know, whatever industry, whatever she ends up doing with cannabis, just let me know and I'll come aboard. You know, so just get something together and I'll join you. And we've known and each other it. for a very long time. Just <laughs> Oh, yeah, like yeah. over 20 years. So. Oh, more than 20 Aww. years. Like 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, we're so. old. Anyways, that's right. <laughs> we, we can hang out together. We're, we're in the same uh, demo here. Oh, Daph. <laughs> you guys, you know, I'll just... Um, I, I'm actually launching my parent company, which is called My Bud Life. Okay, mm, so once I realized that, that, oh, I got something special here, then Ooh. I was like, 
oh, my, then I put on the glasses of, wait, let me think about this. And so I'm actually, if you look on my website, there's a, like a leaf, a cannabis leaf jewelry tree. It's my first mind bud life item. Oh yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I've got an entire new brand behind it. I was going to launch it for Christmas, but I've got so much already going on. Um, yeah. But I would love to be able to, you know, talk to you guys on the regular and really because I, I really want to create more beautiful feminine lifestyle products around this plant and, um, you know, increase the normalization in the home, yes. in home decor, in, you know, accent on design. In I love it. In- I love the cannabis leaf jewelry tree. That's amazing. You know? Isn't it cute? I love it. I'm so proud of that piece. So that's about ready to roll out. I um, love it. It looks better than a snowflake. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, again, everything I want to be like discreet, not screaming cannabis in your face, but like, of course. Really, you know, and that's how women speak to women, which is why, you know, so many people are, are not creating other products like this. They're, they're, you know, trying to figure out commercially, but not really in terms of, usage in your home that makes sense so right yeah and I'll, I will, so I will say just so you know uh, we're going to be uh, Amy and I took this show on the road November 1st it's our own and we're actually going to be doing a fundraising a crowdfunding in February so maybe we can do something to promote and promote us promote you we'll see yeah, how that we'll goes we'll do a little cross promoting somehow meeting, I've been meeting so many women with so many great ideas in this industry and I feel like the women again I think they're a little bit um, they're not jumping into it the way a man would. They're really getting their, you know, ducks lined up. They're making sure everything, they got their business plan. They're going to yeah. make sure they're doing it right. They're afraid almost to launch it. But right. the, yep. they're usually ahead of the game once they start. And I've met a lot of men in the industry just kind of jump in. And then they worry about everything else later. So that's just not, right. that's, that's not my I, style. <laughs> it's not my style either. Sometimes I wish that I had that approach. You know, coming as an agency, you're like, you know, micromanaging everything. You know you come from media. So, you know, we're used mm-hmm. to you know, that world, but it's changing fast. And, and listen, I really want to target older women. I, I look at my demo and, you know, my target, you know, what is it like 26 to 34 is my number one demo, which is perfect. And then 18 to 24 is two. But, you know, as we look into some older women, they're maybe not on Instagram as much. And I want to be able to speak to them Mm -hmm. and find them. And they're the ones who really need this because, you know, they just want to feel normal. I want to help them feel normal about trying cannabis, you know? That's it. And, you know, be a rock star where you do it, gorgeous lady, you know? Speak to <laughs> right. Yourself. Right. Speaking our language. Well, it, it is true. Like, you know, I say our age and older were the fastest growing demographics of consumers, and we know the least, basically, because of when we grew up and um, right. all the stigma that was associated with it. And if you weren't, you know, my, I always say I had a cannabis awakening. You know, 2016, oh. I went out to Denver. I saw a dispensary with my husband. We did a legal tour, and it, it, it showed me what I didn't know. But if you don't, right. if you don't take that step, it's very hard to change your belief. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the more, and I say, Amy and I, we're very accessible. We're, you know, we can be your best friend. We're walking down the street. You can believe what we say. We are bringing you good, really good guests. We're giving you really good information. So this is. Uh, this, and great products. And great products from yeah. across the country. That's, yep. you know, that's a, um, a big issue now, especially with the CBD stuff. I mean, that's, right. a whole, that's a whole other issue. But, you know, you, <laughs> people don't know what they're getting necessarily. So we like right. that. We know the people who are sourcing it. We know the people who are growing it. We know the people who are distilling it. You know, we can get, we can show you the whole line of uh, the process, and that way we can feel very comfortable recommending these products to you. Yeah, I love that. I will say one thing that I love, like, watching my mom in this industry and how she's kind of, like, created her little, like, spot in this industry is because she has created a community of people. And it's so great. It's, like... The people that we worked with in that first little, like, time three years ago 
are now like people that are like have helped her and have grown and Aww. have grown with her and yep. especially like the women in this industry it's like every single person that we met three years ago is doing something important in her life now like mm. and that's what I really love about her and about women in this industry is just like being able to just like find your community of people and just everybody like all both rise with the tide you know right. like everybody kind of comes together and that's something that I've loved and I've never realized until my mm. mom got into this. And, it, like, and, and I will say, Carson, mm. it is such a good role model for you because, I, you know, I am an attorney. I've grown up in this world where, you know, a lot of times it was one woman in the situation. We weren't necessarily always supportive of each other. We're trying to build an industry now that I hope supports women mm-hmm. by women. Yeah. That's really, I, I, I like to say that we never get to be part of something new. We're always trying to fit into someone else's expectations of how business should be run. And right. this is a whole new there's a whole new world, and we have the opportunity to set up structures that work not just for us, but for the next generation of women. So we're hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly why I did the video because it's like, well, you know what? I'm going to do a different way here. Yep. I'm not going to have to. I'm not going to go. I mean, as much as I love High Times, you know, and, right. and they've been very supportive to us, but like, it doesn't. I can't spend the money to go out to a High Times event no. to showcase my brand and and network a room. Like, I'd right. rather showcase it to the world through a video that's mm-hmm creative and that is beautiful and that you know is able to reach the masses and so now I'm feeling like all right I've got you know my front foot on this you know this I'm walking into the room to speak to a larger audience and I'm very honored to have the opportunity and and I'm ready to be creative and find new ways to approach it so so for the so for my bud life what do you hope that'll look like in a year or two Oh, I feel like it's going to be a media company. I feel mm. like I'm going to actually start a nonprofit, which I meant I want to talk to Carson about because she's starting some nonprofits in Nashville. Mm. You know, which is even if there's enough money, like I could take whatever five percent of my sales or something to be able to help people, like develop a logo and a brand or mm-hmm. some packaging. You know, like because I come from the Marcom world. You know, I think my road in what I do really well. Prior to my Budbase, I was launching a speaking career, and mm. I put it on hold to launch my Budbase. Like, so I want to be able to, you know, really, like, uh, I think kind of be like a multimedia figure, you know, and have beautiful products and beautiful, like, lessons and how to make products for other people doing stuff and just, yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm not shy, so. <laughs> oh, no, I love that. I mean, I, I just, the idea of, like, a, again, like, the cannabis media company idea, like, we're actually doing other shows besides the Cannamom show. We're invi- actually, today, we released a show today. Yes. Cannabis and Climate. Uh, I have a friend out here who's going to be the new host. Uh-huh. And it's just about climate change and cannabis, this topic I can't really talk about um, with any authority, but she can. And we're going to try to do this once a month. And, again, like, to have a collaboration of different podcasts that are focused on this and still women-centric. Oh, well, there you go. There's our road. There you go. There you go. All right. I know know our time is going very fast. Okay. So, Doreen, we have a little segment that Amy likes to do every week on our show, and then we're going to get back to our closing. So, um, Amy Amy does a little segment every week called Amy's Favorite Thing. (laughs) Well, you know, this week, my favorite thing is still Lady Humps from my bud face. I mean, I love it so much. It is the prettiest thing. It makes me happy. And... I like smoking out of it, and my friends like smoking out of it, and it's just a nice conversation piece, and I I look forward to, you know, bringing it out. I have a little tray, you know, and I love the little heart-shaped box that comes with it, so thank you for creating something so pretty. 
It's from the heart. I love it, and I, you know, I love shopping, and I love all your pieces. And, and I do, I do remember when she she discovered you. She was oh very, very excited. So um, a crazy like, person. It's literally every day, and you know, I've been doing this for. New England's a pretty small community out here. I've been doing this for about two years. Um, I feel like I know a lot of the kind of bass players, but every single day I learn something new. It's just yes. it's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. Um, okay, so then my other favorite end of the uh, show question for my guest um, is, what is your very favorite way to consume Doreen and Carson? <laughs> ah, um, my favorite way to consume is definitely a water pipe. And, uh, yeah. and you know, I, I really like to try to get in a place of nature like if i'm on a you know like like if i'm on folly well let me this is a, let me make this a short answer in my home <laughs> a long answer to find yeah uh, okay. i know it depends so my, my favorite thing I, I think cannabis is about choice so yes. if i'm in my home or at a party i want a beautiful bong it's yes. something really ceremonial if i'm kayaking you know it's just it's really like a nice little pipe and just the opportunity to be in nature and like connect to the plant mm-hmm. um, I, I love the choices of cannabis and i think you know yes. i don't think there's one i no. think it's a, it's true you know, a it's... pen in a concert you know like you say people have pens you know i love pens but if yeah. i'm home i want to smoke flowers from a box yeah you know? yeah definitely do you uh, stand up paddleboard or just kayak I kayak. I meant to stand a paddleboard this year, but I never tried it that much. Oh, my God. All I'm going to say is that you have got to do stand-up paddleboarding because, honestly, there's nothing better than you could jump off of it. It's easy to get back on. You could swim next to it. You could lie down on it. Things that you cannot do in a kayak, you know? Right, So right. And then, you know, smoking a joint. I, I made a contraption where it's easy to like pass it, you know, to your, you know, to a friend while at the neighboring. Float, while she's floating down <laughs> the, the Charles River. Yes. <laughs> I made a contraption. <laughs> I did. That's exactly how mom's business started. <laughs> I made a contraption. So there yeah. you go. See, you might have something. I will help you develop pride. Oh, okay. That's, actually, I have a few. All right. <laughs> and Carson, Carson, do you have a favorite way to consume? <laughs> yeah, so full full disclosure, I am not the biggest cannabis consumer, which is kind of ironic because my mother is the biggest one that all right. of my friends Well, that know. makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but whenever I do and whenever I've had in the past, it's always either like a joint or like... Uh, no, I've never been as much an edible, but it's always been like a joint and a really good energy. Like there's been yeah. like a group of us and we've all been like around a fire. We've all been like about to go to a show. It's always like whenever I have decided... I'm like, okay, I'm going to consume cannabis today. It's like the energy is right, and it's with the community of people. That's beautiful. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we are actually <laughs> – well, My like, mom's the biggest weed smoker right now. <laughs> we're, we're at the very end of my time, so I just got to make this quick. Thank you so much, ladies. What a fun conversation. Oh, it always yeah. goes too fast. So great. For my guest, Doreen Sullivan of My Bud Vase, which you can find online at mybudvase.com. Is that true? And yes. her daughter, oh, yeah. Carson – from Nashville. I want to thank my co-host and Canada sister, Amy Searles. Thank you. You're welcome. And I want to thank the podcast garage right here in Austin, Mass. Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canada Mom theme music. Brad and Jim for supporting us technically. And you (laughs) for taking the time to listen to the Canada Mom show, where we are changing the expectations of caregiving and crushing that cannabis stigma one canna story at a time. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, and this is the Cannamom Show. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.